Do you think the card game was a way to summon this father? Or were the snow globes conduits to some thing or somewhere else? The G-Man fiddles with his watch and seems to squint his right eye as he is talking. Maybe a small glimmer of pain crosses his face as he runs his hands through his hair. I frown a little, searching his face. I doubt it was as involved as that. The names used were more to get our attention. Hey. I drop my voice down to a near whisper. You okay? The G-Man nods nearly imperceptibly and glances back at the mirror. This was your third contact with Father or something acting like they were not their own voice, yes? Um... I pretend to think about that for a second as my eyes flick to the mirror. Of course, I can't see anything back there, but I can almost feel the weight of their regard from behind the glass. He's afraid of them, even seems to be in pain. Yes, the third time, and probably the most direct with the invitation to Saturday's festivities. The word tastes like bile in my mouth, and I take a quick sip of coffee to banish the taste. Would you like lunch, or shall we wait for dinner? Has it been that long already? I catch myself trying to see the face of his watch, which is dumb. It's impossible to read from this distance. The G-Man looks at his black-on-black watch on his left wrist. Well, it is past 1 p.m. I know time seems to fly when you're having fun, right? Sure, I guess. Except that he doesn't look like he's having fun. Not at all. I rest a hand on the table and tap my fingertips absently. I'm not hungry at the moment, thanks. Dinner then. Alright, tell me about when you returned from Mustang. You're listening to The Redacted Reports, a Delta Green podcast. When we last left our agents, they were gathered in a town gathering called Father's Day in Mustang, Arizona. This was a day to celebrate father. Whose father? We might have figured that out. They were able to mingle among some of the residents of the town. They saw some familiar faces, most notably some from the media. And also they learned a little bit about a uh, popular card game with kids and had a fun conversation with one of the children who seemed to channel something other than himself. The sun is beginning to set and the heat is picking up. Uh, You guys have Navajo fry bread. Um, Everybody has some pretty good food going on. The event is still picking up. The music is dying down, and it looks as though that as soon as the sun dipped down past the mountains and it got dark enough, they then begin to project movies onto the wall of the movie theater. You'd think you'd put it in the inside of a movie theater, but no, they put it on the outside. The first movie up is Jaws. What are we doing today? I mean, at this point, Quinn probably feels like she has exhausted anything she's going to get from this event, so she's probably just going to want to regroup with everyone. I'm wondering, did anything else come of that conversation where the kid said, I take lives? Well, that was the last interaction that you had with the kid, and he looked up at you, and his eyes shifted a little bit, and his face softened, and he seemed to have gone back to normal. Okay pretty sure I recognize this at this point, that whoever was just talking to me is not there anymore. So I'd probably make a snarky comment about nerds, and then back off. Yeah, Rowan will note everything that just happened, and note that the kid seems to be back to himself. We've seen this happen several times. So she's going to ease away a little bit, and pull out her phone and shoot a quick text message to the other three telling them that we need to regroup a little ways away from the main activities so that we're not immediately obvious as this knot of outsiders in the middle of everything. Basically regroup and try to figure out, have we gotten everything from here? So yeah, I'll shoot that text out to everyone quickly and then like ease off toward maybe an area behind one of the food trucks or something. You shoot off that message, everybody gets that message on their phone as it vibrates or clicks as as necessary. 
Yeah, as soon as Quinn receives the message, she'll try to discreetly look around and at the corner of her eye, she'll catch Rowan, you know, headed towards the truck and then she'll make her way over there. Yeah, I would head that direction as well. Well, you kids have fun. Don't stay up too late. (laughs) We're going to be up all night, Grandpa. Grandpa, give me a break. Dude, you're telling telling teenagers not to stay up late. Yeah, you're a grandpa. I'll head off to uh, join the other guy. Grandpa, a kid who's older than... It doesn't matter. It's, It's the mindset. Is River, like, mumbling this as he rejoins us? <laughs> oh, yeah. Quinn would just shake her head because she's older than everyone else. <laughs> it ain't the age, it's the miles. I don't know. Anyway, Rowan will, will stick her hands in her pockets and look around at the others. So, did we get anything interesting? And do we think that we need to stay here? Or should we head back to the car and debrief on our way back to Yuma? Because it looks like they're going to be starting up Jaws, and I have never liked that movie. Oh, I got something that's very interesting. Do you want to share it here, or do you want to wait until we're somewhere a bit more controlled? I'll look around and see if anybody's in hearing distance. Where you guys decided to settle, not really. There's not a lot of folks. There are a lot of people at the event, but you guys were able to to move away. Uh, If someone was actively listening and trying to snoop in, then maybe, but you're pretty confident that it's clear. I got kind of an invitation to meet Father on Saturday evening. I look at Rowan. Yeah, Rowan just looks down at the ground and scuffs her tennis shoe against the ground for a second. Just, okay, go on. Well, there's not much more to say about that. I mean, there was some very suggestive uh, discussion of dreams and... uh... Who exactly invited you? You know the guy that was talking to Rooster uh, just a minute ago? The person who took over the kid. Yeah, that one. I assume it's the same person. Hmm. Well, seems like we've had a few experiences of whoever that is taking over other people here. Yes, we do. And that worries me. It seems like pretty much everyone here is susceptible to that. What worries me is whether we're susceptible to that. Wait a second. Could that be the immune thing? I've been thinking about that. Maybe. But you said something about dreams, River. Yeah, they they said that they need to f- celebrate Father's Day. Oh, I, 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 I'm trying to remember exactly what, the way they put it, but uh, the good dreams only come if they celebrate Father's Day. Implying that they have very bad dreams if they don't? Or, well, dreams that aren't the good dreams. Well, this isn't the first time that we've heard about people from Mustang having very particular sorts of dreams. Those kids with the murals. Yeah. Those didn't seem very good, from our perspective at least. But from theirs it might have been. What is normal for the spider is chaos for the fly. (sighs) Alright, I will say it. I don't like the idea of going and meeting this father. I also don't think that there's any way that we can resolve this if we don't. Because we're chasing a ghost. Someone who can take over anyone pretty much at will. I suspect that may have had something to do with everything at the Abril House. Yeah, I agree. I mean, we can keep chasing down the physical evidence and find out who was actually present there and who held the knife. But for us... Mm-hmm. Whatever is controlling these people is our concern. I don't have a foggiest idea what to do about it, or even how to find a, a ghost. Well, I don't know if it is actually a ghost. I hope to hell not. I'm not up on my supernatural lore. And Rowan tries for a little bit of a smile at that, but she's very clearly bothered by all of this. So... Maybe I'm way off. Okay, it's me. I'm way off. But this is kind of reminding me of the Matrix. No, like, follow me with this. Remember the the Hugo Weaving, whatever his character's name is. Oh, don't look at me like that. He's a good actor. I know who he is, okay? Agent Smith, go on. Yeah, him. Could become or take over any person in it. 
so you had to treat anyone like a potential enemy not meaning that you could just that they were innocent but they could be not right. in the blink of an eye well that's what we've been running into that's actually a pretty that's actually that is a very good analogy but so far it's only been people from mustang right maybe maybe it has something to do with mustang so if we're gonna follow this parallel then maybe mustang locals are the only ones plugged into the matrix or you have to know something to be that but what worries me is does that mean any of us are susceptible well okay i'm going to think with my mouth open for a second that's okay i I do it all the time again just have to make sure your brain doesn't fall out can it do that yes anyway not again i'm messing with you anyway i think that you're right rooster at a guess i would say that only people who are connected to mustang are able to be taken over however whatever is doing the taking over is able to find leverage points. And I'll look around at the other three and be like, they know about your family. They know about your history. So they may not be able to get in and use us, but they can find leverage points to use against us. I'll actually stop for a second and think about that and be like, River, when was the last time you talked to your family? You said something that about the about Palm Springs, that you had to be in Palm Springs on Saturday. Night before last, I, I called them. Yeah, they're going to be in Palm Springs. Okay. I'll tell you this now. Uh, while I have things to keep... Th- to keep, I have methods to keep things under control, but anxiety is a thing. And I'm now worried about your family. Because, sorry, Quinn, your family is on the East Coast. They're a little far away at the moment. And... The voice said that they were too far away for him to use. Remember? Quinn just slowly nods, trying to decide if that actually comforts her or not. If they're too far away to grab. I don't want to pass my anxiety along. However, I would recommend that you talk to your family sooner rather than later, River. Just for my peace of mind, at least. (laughs) And say what? Are you just want to find out they're okay, or...? I mean, you usually call and check in on a nightly basis, don't you? Usually. Last night was a, was a bad night. That's fair. And I'm sure your wife will want to hear from you after not hearing from you for a night. Yeah. To make sure you're okay. Why don't we... Why don't we head back to the car? Head back to Yuma. Or, yes. I had to stop and think about what town was what. <laughs> this is Mustang. That's Yuma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been standing in the sun for hours. Have you been drinking? No, I've been, well, I've been drinking water, and I'll hold up my empty water bottle and rattle it. Just that one? This is the second one that I've been through. Okay. Well, speaking of drinking, I do believe we have some vouchers. (laughs) Yes, we do. Maybe Uh, we can continue our debrief over some actual drinks. Oh, that sounds wonderful. Yes, Mr. Hernandez provided us with food and drink vouchers for the hotel. So let's head back. Let's let's get out of here. I'm getting more and more creeped out by the moment while we're here. You know, before we go, you think I can grab some more fry bread? Sure, knock yourself out, friend. I'm just gonna grab get fry bread and then go to the car. Okay. Dessert fry bread or taco fry bread? Oh, dessert fry bread, for sure. Like loaded up with, you know, chocolate and Nutella and fruit and whipped cream, the whole thing. Oh gosh. Oh yeah. Not getting our deposit back. <laughs> so, yeah, it sounds like we're grabbing a couple of pieces of fried bread and GTFOing. Yeah. When I get in the car, I'll go ahead and turn on Wake Up by Rage Against the Machine, which is opening song to the credits from The Matrix. I think uh, as we're driving back, Quinn will just chuckle to herself and r- realizing she's kind of laughed out loud, you know, finally say, I don't know what I was expecting I I guess I thought there was going to be some rituals, not food trucks and movie screenings. Do you know any rituals? I mean, just my experience with what we've learned (laughs) from these people. I didn't expect that festival to be so... Normal? Normal. I mean, aside from the instances of possession, I suppose. The event itself seemed normal. Now, (laughs) who knows what's going to happen at midnight, but... I wasn't really ready to stick around to find out. Well, let me tell you, I mean, 
we don't have that much more experience in the field with Delta Green stuff than you do. And we did meet one old timer who has uh, lots of experience. And you know what his advice was? Hmm. Flamethrowers. Yeah, his his response to everything was pretty much kill it all and let God sort it out. Quinn just looks at Rooster, like wondering if they're just talking about him. <laughs> no, no, not him. His name is Castle. Wait, do I? Okay, I was going to ask if I saw this because I'm driving. But as soon as you say Castle, I'm going to go, Guy was an asshole, but he had good ideas. <laughs> All of you make notice that when the tension broke and you have this moment of levity was when you got on the road to Yuma leaving Mustang. Almost as though getting out of that area, there was just a weight lifted and just the crack. And it seems as though that tensions were relieved. You felt a little bit more, I don't want to say carefree, but it didn't feel as though that there was this gigantic weight bearing down on your shoulders um, like it had in the time while you were there. It's almost palpable. We just got disconnected, didn't we? Which pill did you take? Uh, no dose. Good choice. I don't know if it's so much being disconnected as it is rising through the levels. Any of y'all been scuba diving? Yep. That's classified. I don't need to know the circumstances. I thought that was the seals. Um, no comment. As Ortega pointed out, they're basically amphibious, so... I do not have gills. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know, I've never checked you. I'm gonna, while driving, just with one hand, just pull up my shirt. Not while you're driving. Don't you have your Kevlar on? Yes, I do, and that's what I'm gonna realize as soon as I pull up my shirt. Just get us back to Yuma. In one piece? For preference. You pull into the hotel parking lot. The government car is still sitting there, and the hotel awaits you anxiously. What time is it? It's about eight, almost nine o'clock. All right, well, I'll dig around in... Actually, no, I would have I put the vouchers up in my room, so I'll be like, I'll meet you guys in the restaurant. I'll go up and grab the vouchers. Be right back. Quinn maybe will go to room so that she can get her, <laughs> her vest off and just freshen up just a little bit after having been in the sun. Quinn, as soon as you open up the door, a text message comes through on your phone from your sister. Okay. What's it say? Hey, sis. Just got approved for a new drug test. Supposedly works really well against my type of C. Next line was, it's a biologic treatment. Yanthalamab or something like that. Here's the website if you want to check it out. www.benthicpharma.com slash whatisyanthalamab.com. I get my first injection this Friday. Hope this works. Love ya. Okay. And Quinn has heard all of... Because they've talked about Benthic to her, right? Yeah, we yeah. have. Uh, yes. Yeah, Quinn's eyes get wide. She opens up her phone and like just instinctively wants to call her sister and then stops herself at the last minute because she realizes she really needs to talk to the team about this. And she doesn't want to alarm her sister too early before she has actual next steps for her. So she's going to rush getting kind of freshened up she actually might go and knock on rowan's door first yeah and as she knocks on the door i'm actually just starting to come out uh having also shed my kevlar and grab the vouchers like almost run into quinn and just be like oh hey sorry i what what's wrong i i just have to i just got a text from my sister and um some familiar words here and all she can do She's still, like, in shock. It's just kind of show her phone to Rowan. And I'll reach out and take the phone and read through it and just, like, shit! Okay, well, is there any way that you can convince her to not take it? Are you close enough to be able to tell her that you've heard bad things, that there's... I don't know. Will she listen if you say don't take it? I mean, we do have that relationship, but... The treatments have been hard on her, and she might be feeling desperate. I'd... I can try. The last thing that we dealt with with Benthic was an alien fungal entity that destroyed the people that it was injected into, or that was in, that were infected by it. And I know you can't say that to her, yeah. but I don't want to see that happen to her. 
And Quinn just gets really still and quiet and then just slowly nods and says, I'll meet you guys down there when I can and, and goes back to her room. Just let out a little breath. I'm like, they found it. They found a way to get to her anyway. Son of a bitch. And I head downstairs to meet the guys, but I take the stairs down and kick the metal plating of the door on my way down out of pure frustration. So Quinn will return to her room and she's going to call her sister. It takes a couple rings and then she answers, uh, hey. Hey, I got your text. Yeah, uh, um, hang on, it's, sorry, today's just not a, not, it's a good day, I'm excited, but it's just been rough. Yeah, tomorrow, um, uh, they, they approved me a little bit ago and, and I get to go in tomorrow morning around 8am and it's supposed to be... Kanika? It's supposed to be smooth. Kanika? Yeah? You trust me, right? Yeah, of course. I know this has been rough. And I'm sorry to say this, but you can't do that treatment. And I can't say why, and you just have to trust me. But all of the all of the numbers and the success rate that they showed on my type of You can't of... trust them. You know, although I can't talk about it, you know I've done work for the government. So please just trust me that I have information that isn't necessarily public. Oh. Just please don't go there tomorrow. Just cancel. But I I just want this to be I want this to work. It's not. It's going to make it worse. How do you know? How do you know this could be it? I hate to sound like a cliche TV show, but it's classified. That's horseshit. <sighs> I I want my life back. I don't this want to be tied to this back. Be giving you your life back. But everything that they showed me. Of course, it's in their best interest to show you the successes. But you it, don't know. Have you seen a third-party report on them? You can't trust a company's own reports about themselves. But they're giving it away. It's not as though that I'm. They're paying. I'm paying for it. They wouldn't just give away something that that's bad for me, right? Please, you have to trust me. Okay. When when are you coming back? Maybe we can maybe we could postpone it. And and you and I could talk or you can meet the doc. As long as you promise me not to go tomorrow, yes, we can look at it together. Okay, I'll um, I'll send him a message that'll that'll put it off for a bit. Okay. How when did they get in touch with you? Uh, yesterday. Just yesterday, you've only heard about them. I mean, how did they even get in touch with you? Um, I put in. I've been been requesting, and the doc's been looking at at experimental experimental treatments um, on my type of cancer. You know that. And the last the last one work wasn't working out so well, and the chemo just tore through me. And this biologic is supposed to be smooth and not tear through, you know, my immune system as much. And it's They've they've got they've got reports and studies on on humans, not just mice. We'll look at it together when I'm back. Okay. All right, I'll miss it. Pretty sure. Yes, please. I wouldn't. Obviously, I'm the person that wants the best for you, and I hate to see you suffer, and I wouldn't want you to suffer more than you have to. But you have to trust me when I say, do not do this treatment. All right, all right. Okay. I'll, I'll send them the message here in a moment. And you hear her typing on the phone, like she took her head, hand away from her head, and she types on the phone. All right, I sent them a message that I'm going to postpone, and I want to have another consultation. Okay. I'm going to, as soon as I'm done here, I, I'm, I'm coming straight to you guys. Okay. Um, the... The docs want me to go to uh, uh, Plattsburgh, upstate. Uh, apparently, there's a uh, Air Force base there. That's that's kind of leading leading this. That's where you were gonna check in. I was going to, yeah. Okay, don't go, don't go anywhere. Okay. Out of town until I get there. All right. 
Okay. Keep me updated. All right. Okay. Quinn will wrap up her call. She'll still be shaking a bit, and she'll rush downstairs to join the group and fill them in. So, Rowan, Rooster, and River, you guys are down in the bar area? River, actually, when, when they got back to the hotel, he would go to his room and take a really fast shower. All right. Let's say you guys got freshened up. You know, got freshened oh, no. up. Oh, uh, no. I'm still wearing the Kevlar. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Fair. Rooster didn't freshen up. Rooster freshened up with a Red Bull and vodka. No, not a Red Bull and vodka. Just Red Bull. Oh, just a Red Bull. Okay. No, he's on mission. He's not drinking. Not without the voucher, of course. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll come down and join Rooster. I imagine I'm a little bit quicker than River because I, di- I didn't shower. I just changed uh, out of my Kevlar. Come and plop down next to Rooster, shove a couple of the vouchers over at him, and then just like run my fingers through my hair. What are they good for? Food and drink. All right. Well, I'll take the food. You can have the drink or someone can have the drink. Sure, that works. <sighs> Benthic is coming, warming back in. Fuckheads. I'm sorry, what now? I don't know how much Quinn wants me to disclose, but they found an in through her sister. What? Again. But... <sighs> Fuck. Yeah, that was pretty much my reaction, too. She says she's going to talk to her and that they have a close enough relationship that... She might be able to derail off of this path, but God, it makes me want to call my family and make sure they're all good. How much does Quinn know? Or how much does she get about Benthic besides what we told her? Does she actually get it? Well, I mean, how could she? She wasn't there. She didn't see it. But I told her about, you know, the alien entity. I'm keeping my voice down so that if anyone's nearby, they can't really make out what we're saying, but... I told her about that, and she indicated that she was going to go and talk to her sister to try to talk her out of it. So, does she get it? Not as viscerally as we do, I'm sure. But she gets it enough, and that's what matters. Fuck. Yeah. Well, that puts two... That puts three of our families getting getting involved already. Yeah, because your sister got mentioned. Mm-hmm. Have you talked to her recently? No, I need to. Don't. I mean, I'm not. Don't. I'm not one. No, I don't want to, because I'll get more grief about not coming to dinner and shit. But fuck. Is it worth it to make sure she's... Oh, yeah. No, obviously. Obviously, I'm just stealing myself for this, because... Wait for it. And as we talk, I'll go ahead and pull out my phone and text Jenna and go, Hey, guess what? I'm alive. Hallelujah. Pass the ammunition. Yippee. So, I'm out of town, but dinner soon? You buying? Sure. With mom, dad, kids. Everyone question mark? Yeah, him too. Why not? No response after that. Everyone good there? Yeah. Why asking? Gonna take a minute to think about that and go, work shit gave me a bad feeling. Just checking in. The usual paranoia. Gun range giving you headaches? Not really. Just my usual paranoia. Have you seen your shrink? Yeah. On your meds? I'll, in front of Rowan, just go, uh... Yep. That definitely gets a head tilt from Rowan, but she doesn't ask. Good. I'm sure there's a hotline for you. Damn it, I, the player doesn't actually know how to respond to that one. Yeah, well... Got a shrink appointment in five minutes anyway. Good, good. TTYL. And I'll put rolling eye emoji love you too. With, you know, the number two. All the usual misspellings. She doesn't respond back after that one. I'll put the phone down and just sort of drop my head down onto the bar. Yep. And that's why I don't talk to her. Well, 
At least she's alive. And okay enough to be snarky. That's something. Oh no, it wasn't snark. It, it was the usual, the hidden shame trips and mothering me and yeah. Reach over and just like squeeze his shoulder just once and be like, want something to eat? Yep. Let's get you some food. Okay, can we do spicy now? I'm a little sugared out after the fry bread. That fry bread looked dangerous. Yeah, I think we can do some spicy. All right. You guys get some food. It's typical Southwestern fare, and it does have spice in it. Like we mentioned way long ago, everything has a little bit of a uh, little bit of spice involved. Uh, River comes on down, and uh, Quinn also uh, comes down uh, shortly thereafter, following River. Yeah, and Quinn actually goes straight to the bar, and she says, "Dirty martini, very cold, very dirty," and then just goes to the table. <laughs> and wordlessly, I'll pass her her share of the of the vouchers. Yeah, I'll hand I'll hand Rivers off to him too when he arrives. I'm going to grab the bartender's attention and go have a second one ready on my voucher. Uh, oh, vouchers? All right. Do you have the vouchers? Yeah. Hand it over. She looks at it. She sees the name on there and she's like, okay. All right. Sounds good. I'll uh, I'll have them have it ready for you. Anything else you guys want? I'll take a dark and stormy, if you would. All right. Jaeger and Red Bull hold the Jaeger and uh, an order of buffalo wings. And how about you? She looks at River. The player has no idea what River would order, but, but something alcoholic. <laughs> Very well. Everclear. No, just sorry. <laughs> <laughs> is, is he a wine drinker, do you think? That's what I was thinking. Or craft. You know, yeah, wine and craft beer usually, but I think he wants something stronger tonight. Oh. Ah, okay. Well, whatever it is that ends up being mixed ends up getting mixed a little bit heavy. The food has seemingly a little bit extra portions. They, they may have messed up and given you two sides instead of one. You're getting a little bit better treatment, if that's how you classify better. Yes, I'm sure the name on the voucher told them someone fucked up hard, and this is a, uh, a way to make sure that we don't lose this business. Treat them good. I don't know. It depends on the quality of the food, whether I consider this good treatment. The food's pretty good. Most hotel restaurants often have culinary arts students that have just gotten out sure. of, of school, and so they're willing to try new stuff, and usually their executive chefs let them play. So when, when the drink comes to the table, Rowan will pick hers up and tilt it in a little salute before taking a sip, and then look at Quinn and be like, well? She promised she would postpone the treatment until I could get there and speak with her. I, she's lost all hope. Nothing else has worked. It's going to be so tough to convince her to give up on something that they're promising her is going to work. I'm, I'm gonna need something stronger. Sorry, did I miss something? Quinn, at this point, is just going to open her phone and let them read the text message. I heard you guys talk about this benthic organization, and the drug is this... It's connected to this god. I mean, they're all connected. Oh, fuck. This is your sister? Yeah, she has cancer. And River is completely pale and gets up and rushes back to his room. Did, did I say something wrong? No. I'm going to venture a guess right now that the scene that we saw on the mural was you shaving your head in solidarity with your sister. Am I off base? And she'll, like, actually, like, instinctively just, like, rub her head. Yeah. Which means that it's connected to her cancer. He's a little more worried about his family now, I think. Hmm. So, how much... I can't remember. How much did we actually tell you about Benthic? I mean, I don't think you really got much into the details. Alright, so here's the TLDE, whatever it's called. Benthic actually means the bottom level uh, or like a lake bed or an ocean bottom. They were connected and or are the end of Majestic, which was the Air Force Delta Green, having to do with aliens and making pharmaceuticals out of alien shit. And now apparently they've got fish people too. 
Yeah, Kanika said they wanted her to come to an Air Force base for the treatment. Fuck. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Which means they're still connected to Majestic. And Majestic's up and running again. Great. Do I need to go to her now? I mean... If you can convince her to not follow that appointment, if you can convince her to wait... Are they going to come for her, though? I mean, you guys know these people more than I do. I don't think so. I think that... Again, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that they are using the fact that she is desperate. Yes. They're using that as their hook. She sent them a message saying she postponed, and I told her to keep me updated. Honestly, I think this is more of... It sounds more of a way to get to you after the fact, or a way to get you off their case. I don't think... If it were me doing this, she wouldn't actually matter as much as she matters as a way to get to you. Yeah. Speaking from a psychological warfare perspective, whatever knocks you off of your groove is all to the good for them. I feel like that happened the moment someone channeled through a teenage boy and talked about my sister and my niece. And then you didn't back off. They had to find another way to push. I'll just kind of cock my head at Rowan and go, yeah, what she said. Which means we're getting somewhere. Yeah. Quinn slouches in her seat really angry and just kind of drinks her dirty martini probably a little faster than she should. Does she finish it? Pretty quickly. And like angrily eats the olives too. I'm going to lift my hand, just snap at the bartender a couple times. The bartender's already on her way over walking. And then just do the little uh, finger point downwards at Quinn. Uh, A third? Possibly. All right. She puts it down and she gives an an award-winning smile. Just have the makings ready. And french fries. And Quinn, like, yells, like, at the last moment. (laughs) Okay. And just says, oh, fuck it. Because she normally tries to eat pretty healthy. Yeah. Once the bartender goes away, I'll, like, lean my arms on the table and tip my glasses down a little bit so I can look Quinn in the eye. And I I imagine the bar's a little bit dim. Mm -hmm. And be like, look, what we're doing is getting to them. What we're doing is working. It's being effective. And the fact that they are trying as desperate moves as they are tells me that we're getting close. It doesn't feel like we're getting close. I feel like we've been asking so many questions without getting any answers. I think we're very close to getting a cascade of answers, whether we like it or not. I think we're going to like the fact we get a cascade. I think we're going to hate the answers themselves. I think we're going to hate everything about it, but I think we're going to come to a resolution. And I think it's going to be soon because things are ramping up. Quinn just nods at that. I'll reach across the table and put my hand on Quinn's. We're here for you. And if you need to go back east, if you genuinely feel that you're, that the best place for you to be right now is with your sister, then we'll finish the mission. We can do that. But I would rather have you here with us. Well, if she listens to me, then I think I can see this through to the end. Okay. Just tell us what you need. And Quinn just nods at that. Squeeze her hand and let it go, picking my drink up and sipping it again. River, you make it back to your room. And as soon as I'm inside, I'm calling my wife. It rings four or five times, it goes to voicemail. Are you okay? Call me now. A few minutes later, your phone rings. Redacted, you okay? I'm fine for now. I just was worried about you. Everything's good. We we were packing. Sorry, it's it's getting late. We we got in, we're gonna get in the car tomorrow about six, so this way we can get checked in early. Has anything unusual happened? Oh, you would not believe it. One of the luggage wheels fell off as I was just pulling it down the the hallway. The wheel just took off and it bounced down the stairs and went out the door. It's like it had a mind of its own. It's like there's a kid song about it about a meatball. Okay, that that is unusual, not what I... Have any strangers tried to contact you or anything? No, no, other than, like, the car warranty people that keep calling and blowing up my phone 20 times a day. Yeah, you just have to keep deleting the messages and they'll never give up. That reminds me, did we ever extend the warranty on the Subaru? <sighs> you don't extend the warranty. The whole thing is a ripoff. Oh. Okay. All right. I'm just I'm just thinking. I'm sorry. 
sorry, sorry, we're getting off the subject. Um, you remember what I told you after Montana? Yes. This is the same sort of case, and they know about our families. I'm not entirely sure who you mean they know, like who that is. I, you know, I, when I talked to the counselor, you know, she said to, to you know, let you go with it because it was a rough time for you. But, you know, I think it's time to come to grips. You know, it's, it really wasn't aliens. Look, I love you. And I know that you had, you know, some, some crazy shit happen up in, up in Montana. But there's no aliens. I mean, if there were aliens, you don't think that guy would have told us about it? He couldn't keep his mouth shut at all. Looked into the newspapers for Yuma last week. Okay. There was a mass murder here. A ritual killing. The hell are you doing on... Are you there for a mass murder? Yes. You work for the EPA! Environmental Protection Agency. Regional EPA. How is Yuma even regional to Western California? That's, that's not important right now. There's some kind of cult. And I, I know that this cult has or had a branch in Northern California. And... There's some signs that they're, they might be going after the family, our families. Why? Like, wait, wait. What are you getting wrapped up in? Mass murder. Where's the gin? Uh, well, mine is downstairs in the restaurant, but I uh, just wanted to make sure you're okay and just be careful. Okay. Call, call me if anything odd happens. All right. Okay. Well, it shouldn't take us long. We're going to try getting there. We're getting, we want to get out there before we hit crazy traffic and get there, you know, not too, too late and get checked in. You know, Katie's really excited about this. All right. Well, good luck. Okay. I'll tell her good luck. Are you okay? Are you going to be okay? I think I'll be okay. I hope. Well, I will okay. have a gin for both of us, and I'll make sure that there will be tonic in it as well, so it's not just gin, because that's a sign of a problem. And just one, because you're going to be driving. I'm going to be driving tomorrow, but I'm only going to have one tonight. Okay. Okay. Love you. Love you too. Good night. Good night. And she hangs up, and it ends. I have a feeling that River does not feel comfortable about this at all. Mm, he's not happy, but. He'll go down, back down, and uh, finish his drink. Okay. Food's been delivered, and everyone is munching along kind of in their own thoughts. As soon as I see River approaching the table, I'm going to, like, perk up a little bit and be like, any word? Um, you know, she thinks I'm crazy. But she talked to you, and she's all right? Yeah, she's all right. Crazy's a good price to pay for that. Besides, crazy's fun. Hmm. Well, for one night at least. <laughs> and then he picks up his glass again, forgetting that he uh, had just emptied it. I'll do the hand up snap thing again and go, Margarita, pointing at River. Okay, prickly pear? Oh, sure. Three prickly pears? Four prickly pears? I'll hold up a three. And she brings out a prickly pear margarita. Well, a three prickly pear margaritas. A little tray. Yeah. Yeah, I'll finish my Dark and Stormy and set that glass aside and then look at the others. Is there anything else that we need to go over tonight? What are we doing next? I still think a chemical explosion would be a nice, clean way of ending all this, but... That's not the people. No, I know. It's channeling through them. I know, you didn't let me finish. I was looking for words, but yeah. Our next step is to talk to Ryan's family. They're going to be here... Right, they're here tomorrow? Yep, tomorrow morning is the memorial. And then after the memorial is the happy hour. The wake. The wake. So that seems like the primary focus of tomorrow. If nothing else to... Like I said before, I keep coming back to the difference of what happened to the child as opposed to the rest of the family. There's something about the child. There's something about his family. And them being from Innsmouth and Arkham over in Massachusetts... That is too coincidental to be coincidence. Yeah, coinky dinks and shit. We, yeah. 
and maybe we shouldn't like discuss plot details from the yet to be published script in a public restaurant I'll glance around. Is, it, is there anyone else really around us? Not really. There's a couple folks around, but not right close. He's right. Better upstairs. But I still think Glasses is right. That's where we're at. Yes, tomorrow is the memorial. We'll talk to the Ryan family then. And then there's the wake. And we'll find out whatever we can from the rest of Ryan's squad mates there. And then on Saturday, we have an appointment. Those are the three things that I see in front of us right now. I suppose so. I think that chasing down the more physical side of things is going to be dead ends in our faces. I think Saturday is going to be our best bet to find out the root of this. What time's our appointment on Saturday? Good question. Evening. So that gives us some time to kill tomorrow and all day. No, tomorrow is, right is between the between the two. We got some time to kill, and then a whole, and then all day Saturday. Quinn will drain the rest of her martini, and she's kind of munched all her fries by now. She'll get up and say, in the morning, then? Regular time? And she'll look at Rowan. I might not be up for a run. That's fine. But if you are up for it, I'll be going. It's up to you. She just nods, and she she's going to head up to her room. I'll look around at the other two. Well, I think it's my turn to check in with family, so... I'm going to drain my the rest of my margarita and stand up. I'm going to go for a walk. If y'all need me, I'll be walking around the hotel. A walk or a stumble? I had two drinks. I am not that much of a lightweight, sir. I ain't no sir. I work for a living. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm fine. If you really want to make sure that I'm good, you can come along. I don't care if you're here. Just keep your phone on you. Well, I'll be making phone calls. Hard to do otherwise. Hey, Rooster? Yeah. I appreciate it. Thank you. I'm snappy because I'm nervous, but I appreciate you reminding me. It is helpful. I'm quiet because I'm nervous. Yeah. It feels like we have the a sword hanging above our heads, hanging by a thread, and I'm just waiting for it to snap. Who's it going to hit when it drops? And on that cheerful thought, I'm going to go take a walk. River and Rooster, what are you two doing while Rowan goes for a walk? I'm going to actually lean back in the chair or the booth, whatever it is, and kind of think for a second and then lean forward a little bit more and look at him and go, look, I know I'm an asshole and I know you don't like my methods, but you have to believe me that I don't want anything to happen to you or your family. I do believe you. Good. Look, you're my team, alright? I know, and it's not precisely your methods that I am bothered by. It's when to apply those methods, and I know that's not an easy decision. It shouldn't be an easy decision. You made the right call in Montana. Just... Look, I'm not gonna tell you that it's okay. I, I'm not a trigger-happy, you know, mass-murdering psychopath like I'm going to go walk into a school or something. You, you have to believe and you have to trust the fact that if I make a decision, I think there isn't another way. I'll remember that. And I do value... Your contribution to this team, you're, uh, you saved our lives. And you have to know that on that roof, I'll tell you if you really want to know, but that's what I was doing. Yeah, I know. I know what's what you, you were doing. I just, the cost of a mistake is so high on either side. I don't envy you for the decisions you have to make. I've lost too many people for stupid, bullshit reasons in the middle of deserts where we should never have been. I'm not letting that happen again. There's no way I can possibly understand how that feels. It's alright. 
you got good things in your life that I can't possibly understand either. So, I'll just stick to the shit you can't understand so that you can keep having the shit I can't understand. We good? We're okay. Alright. Well, the last margaritas weren't on the vouchers, so here, and I'll slide him the tab and get up. When he looks at me weird, I'm just gonna say, put it on glasses, room. We can expense it. I'm gonna put it on my room. Which is paid through through. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, either way, it comes back to to my card. (laughs) And Rowan, you uh, head outside. The temperature has dropped at least 30 degrees, so it is a nice, cool 80 degrees outside. Maybe 75. Downright pleasant after standing in the sun all day. It honestly feels cold. So yeah, I'll put in a call to my parents. I know that at this time of night, they're they're probably sitting in front of the television, drinking a glass of wine together, watching some of the old shows that they like. So I'll, I'll call my mom's cell phone because she's the one most likely to answer. She picks up. She's like, oh, hello. Hey, mom. Just wanted to check in, see how you guys were doing. Oh, we're doing okay. Your dad's watching an A's game. Oh, I forgot the A's were playing tonight. You hear some mild grumbling in the background. Hi, Dad. She says hi. Hi. Calls back. Yeah, things are okay. How are you? Eh, off on a task force in Arizona. So, you know, we... Ooh. Arizona's nice this time of year. Arizona is terrible this time of year. But they say it's a dry heat. They lie. The air might be dry, but everything about me is not. Soaking wet with sweat all the time here. It sucks. (laughs) That's all right. It's all good. Yeah, it it, it works. Um, Could you put put Dad on the phone for a sec? Uh, sure. And she hands over the phone. No, throw heat! Throw- no, oh, he- damn it. Hi, honey. Hi, Dad. Would you mind stepping away from Mom for a second? I need to talk to you cop to cop. Yeah, sure. Give him a second to to get away from mom. You hear the screen door open and close as he goes out the back door. What's up, hon? And I can picture it immediately, though, the backyard that he stepped into. We've spent a lot of time back there. I'm just like, okay, it's going to be okay. It's good. The thing that I am here to deal with uh, has a lot of... It's a lot of weird activity, Dad, and it's a it's a lot like what what happened before I left uh, the the sheriff's department. Oh, are you safe? I'm safe. Okay. I, I well, as safe as anyone is on task forces, really. All right. Well, it seems like they pick you for the for the winners, because I mean, you went through that, right? Yeah. I think that they were under the impression that my per- that my experience would be of use. All right. But this is the sort of group that goes after families. All right. And we're starting to get indications that they might be looking at families. So are you insinuating that we're in trouble? I'm insinuating that I want you to be very careful, and I want you, my cop dad, to keep an eye out. Okay. And maybe tell the boys. All right. I will. Do we know who? Well, if if there, if anyone with the last name Marsh comes around, Marsh, okay, Marsh, yeah, Marsh is the the primary name, and uh, Lamb, Mar- Lamb, Lamb, yes, like Coral Lamb. Yeah, well, at least she's she's locked up, so that's good. Um, Thank Christ. You hear him write down something on on a notepad, Marsh and Lamb. All right. Uh, is there anything else that that we need to know? Those are are the big ones. Um, oh, keep an eye out for any sort of keep an eye out for a triangle with an eye and tentacles coming off of it. That's the symbol that they use. That's comforting, isn't it? Just I have not enjoyed seeing that recently. Okay. Oh, that's the same. All right. Yep. Okay. Can you talk about the case? Not really. I'll fill you in more when when I get home when it's over when I know what's classified and what isn't. Okay. But. Watch your corners, talk to the families, find out why, find out where, dig, 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 dig. And when you hear something go dink, you hit something. 
The problem is that there's a lot of things that are going dink, and I'm not sure which one is going to go tick, tick, boom. Yeah, be safe about that. It's okay to run away. (laughs) I don't want what happened to me to happen to anyone else, Dad. But if you take a step back, you can always reassess. You know, retreat doesn't mean that you're giving up. It means that you're taking a second look at it. Be smart about it. I know you're smart. The reminder helps, though. I get... This one's been hard. I've been really in my head. Okay. Well, you've got a team. Rely on your team. They do what you can't do, or they do what you don't do well better than you. So, that's good. You do what you do well, and keep doing it. I will. Thanks, Dad. You're welcome. You be safe, okay? I will. Alright, so I'll call your brothers and I'll tell them to keep an eye out for Martian Lamb. Do we need to put out anything about Martian Lamb? Not yet. I mean, there's... We could have some people ask questions. You know what? Yes. Keep it as unofficial as possible. But I think... I think there are too many coincidences lining up. And I... I don't like the taste of that. So, as much information as we can get on what happened to marshes and lambs in the Bay Area, I'd feel better. All right. I'll see what we could find out in the county. And I'll have your brothers look into it, too. All right. You check in in 48 hours. Let me know how things go. Check in sooner if if shit gets weird, okay? Glance at my watch. All right. I love you, Dad. I love you, too. Be safe. I will. Bye. And I'll hang up as I'm rounding the corner back around to the front of the hotel and just, like, pause for a moment, sticking my hands in my pocket and looking up at the sky. Just... (sighs) He's safe. Mom's safe. They're all smart. It's gonna be okay. Fucking better be okay or I'm gonna go start kicking in some doors. And thus reassured, I'll come back in and see if the guys are still in the restaurant. Is Rooster there? Yeah, Rooster's there. Is River there? Yeah, he's uh, almost through his martini and, and is eating french fries without realizing he's doing it. I'll come and sit back down with them for a moment and just... My parents are fine. They're going to be calling my brothers. I don't know if I ever told you I'm from a cop family. Three of my brothers are still with the Alameda County Sheriff Department. My other brother's an ER nurse. He followed mom's footsteps, not mine. Well, I'll have to remember that if I ever get pulled over in Alameda. (laughs) Try to avoid dropping my name. I don't want to have to explain that one. But, you know, we've been on enough official task forces. It should be fine. They're also going to start looking for anything connected to Marsh or Lamb in the Bay Area. Start tracking some of that down quietly, unofficially, but start keeping eyes out on what may be the tendrils still in the Bay Area. Don't you mean tentacles? <laughs> oh, I hate that you use that word, but you're right. <sighs> right. Is there anything else that you guys need tonight? A good night's sleep? A good perch where I can see all three of your rooms? Well, I'll have my door locked and chained tonight. If it'll make you feel better, I'll put a chair under the handle, too. I don't think it's anything specific you need to do different. Just getting nervous here. Getting not nervous, but things are heating up. They are. Rooster, do you still have the stuff that Sodi gave you to help you sleep? Yeah. I think you need to take that. I know that you don't want to be out of commission, and I understand that. But if you can't sleep, then you are worse off tomorrow, and the next day, and the next. And I need you sharp. He doesn't move, but something about his demeanor kind of stiffens. He just says, yes, ma'am. All right. I'll see you two in the morning, then. I'm Tiana Hansen, and I play Rowan. I'm Ben Sislowski, and I play Rooster. I'm Seth Jones, and I play River. I'm Laura Domingo, and I play Quinn. I'm Dan Voshkevich, the Handler. Our story is based upon the role-playing game Delta Green by Arc Dreams Publishing. Delta Green is created by Dennis Detweiler, Adam Scott Glancy, and John Scott Tynes. Season 2 is based on the scenario Ex Oblivioni by Dennis Detweiler. 
If you like our story, there are many ways you can support us. First, you can check out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash theredactedreports. Patrons of our podcast will receive early access to episodes, Rowan's written reports for each story, as well as other goodies and opportunities exclusive to our patrons. We offer special thanks to our $20 and up patrons, Victor Von B., Stephen Schwartz, Director Arayo, Jonathan Powell, Skelly Lichboy, Tom Padula, and Ben Warner. If you can't support us directly, that's okay. Please support us by telling people about us. Leave a review wherever you get your podcast and follow us on all the usual social media sites. The Redacted Reports is edited and produced by Tiana Hansen and is distributed by Quest and Chaos. If you like what you hear, give Quest and Chaos YouTube and Twitch channels a visit. They play Dungeons and Dragons and Call of Cthulhu on a weekly basis. Join us next week because outside the bounds of reality lurk entities with names unpronounceable by the human tongue, creatures of hunger and rage that would like nothing more than to devour our insignificant universe.